Welcome, everyone. We're back at doing business with a servant's heart. And I use servant as a word, not for everybody, but for this guy, Carl. He's done it. We've met a couple of times. We're involved in a group together. And I'm excited to have Carl on the show. Welcome to the show, Carl. Thanks, Steve. Excited to be here. Love what you do for businesses and CEOs. And uh, we talked earlier before the show what you do. But let's go kind of back to the beginning. What got you where you are today? What what spurred you on? Well, I've, I started life in the corporate world, and my family kind of twisted my arm to come join the family business, and that was uh, over 25 years ago. So I've been in kind of the lower middle market part of the business world ever since. And, you know, it's a very satisfying place. You know, you get to know people personally, mm -hmm. impact their um their business and their, you know, get to see their impact on them personally as well. So I, I really enjoyed that. And I've done, you know, started the companies and worked for other people's companies and done consulting. So, you know, broad, broad range of experience over the years as I've been moving through my career. How important is experience to you when you're working with your clients today? Well, that's really what I'm I'm bringing to the table now is is my experience. It's like, well, you know, when I've been in a similar position before, this is what I did, this is what happened. So, is that helpful for you? They're like, oh, well, that's yeah, that's something to think about, you know. So, and I can then tell stories about, well, when I did this, this is what happened six months later, and so you might see something similar down the road. So. That's also kind of interesting to No, that's good. There's a lot of value to that. I appreciate that, Carl, because you know, if you're a, a chiropractor, it's your first day of the chiropractor. I don't know how much experience. I mean, you can have all the schooling, but I think life experience is a big value uh educator for us. Let's delve into what you do, naming your company and, and what you guys try to will accomplish with companies. Excellent. The name of the company is Abundant, and that's based on the word abundance. So think about how we make the pie bigger rather than just fight over the slices, right? The things that we do, one of the really core pieces, and I do this in partnership with Jay Curry, a very experienced person in this field, is CEO peer advisory roundtable groups. And so these are end up being very cost-effective ways to get the experience of not just Jay and myself, but the other 10 or 12 CEOs in the room with you. And so that's, uh, and we do that with a virtual format at this point. So really powerful tool that we offer there. What's the time frame that you do these roundtables? They're monthly roundtables. So that, you know, uh, we, it's a half day session. So it's enough that you can really dig in, get into some issues, get into some content, but you still got part of your day, so you don't have to, yeah. you know, <laughs> you know, have a stack of phone calls and everything to do right. at the end, you know, five o'clock. So yeah. <laughs> yeah, your email box has got five hundred. You're like, oh, geez, now I got to work <laughs> overtime, and the wife's not happy. No, I'm somewhat kidding, but it does happen, <laughs> and that's good that you do that. You know, think of Go Rich. They call these masterminds. Would that be another good definition of what you guys do? Right, different people okay. use different terms. So. Yeah, so a lot of interaction. What kind of topics 
you know, I want to give all the secret sauce out what you do, but what, what do you guys delve into in these? Cause it's very interesting to me. I love round tables. Right. You know, so in a typical meeting, we'll do check in with everybody, what's going on with your business. Then we'll take an hour and do a subject. And so it might be, you know, how to optimize your inventory, or it might be about, you know, uh, some of the trends in the labor market or, you know, and each month we've got a different content. And so we curate that content. We're providing, bringing in different experts to talk on different subjects each month. And then the, the next hour will be issue processing. So the people, you know, in the roundtable group will bring their issues to the group and say, you know, this is the problem I've got. This is what's happening people ask questions and then give feedback in the format of, you know, I had something similar happen, similar situation. This is what it did. This is what happened to me. So you get, can gather a lot of information, different perspectives without anybody saying you should do, you know, <laughs> <laughs> right. And so it's a collaborative thing, which I love because they're similar and, you know, even though it's a different industry, but a CEO is a CEO, it's, you know, your job is somewhat similar. Uh, and I love that you bring experts. Where do you find your experts? I'm in several networking groups. Yeah. I'm always talking to people. So, you know, looking for expertise, different perspectives, yeah. and different tools to bring to to add value. So that's 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 my role in these these groups is to get that expertise and you know bring content. You know, some of it's based on my experience, some of it's based on outside experts, but bring them a well-rounded set of tools. And things are changing, especially in this world these days. So that's the good thing about the monthly roundtable I'm hearing from you and what your partner does is, you know, labor changes. I mean, look at the bank situation, you know, it's March, 2023. So you come in, or, you know, your March roundtable, and that might be part of the conversation of, hey, financing, because mm -hmm. these dominoes have fallen, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. We're seeing big changes in labor and, you know, getting bank financing. All these things are very dynamic right now. So these guys are getting updated because, you know, they're busy with their work. I, a good CEO will follow this, but you kind of help bring that information to these roundtables. Like, Hey guys, let's talk about SVB, you know, and how's it affecting you? And I, I love that because I think a CEO, I've never been one, but it has to be on top of the news because it could affect you anytime, right? Right. And, you know, you've got your industry news. Yeah. But even if you read a story, you know, or get a quick video update somewhere, you know, it's like, well, wait, how does that really impact me? And so we can spend some time because we'll not only present the content or have the expert present it, but we'll have discussion about it so that everybody can kind of say, you know, help really digest it and make it personal and real for you. So sometimes the answer comes from another CEO that's your client says, Hey, Joe, Hey, I did this. Maybe try this and maybe this works. Correct. Right. Absolutely. Oh my God. That's powerful, Carl. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's really exciting to watch, yeah. you know, as the group comes together, as the companies grow and, you know, you know, help their, obviously their company, their employees, but also then their families. Well, I'm not the smartest guy in the world. So I'm going to break this down to sports. So it's like, you guys are the coach and you've got, you know, a baseball team of nine players are going, Hey, let's try this. Hey, I think this guy's going to do this. You go, yeah, let's all try it. 
I, I love that because sports has been around, you know, hundreds of years and it's been successful for that reason because it's about team, not one individual, right? Right, right. You know, yeah, if you're, you know, kind of the golf pro at the club, you know, you're saying, okay, you're, you know, you're moving your hips a little much or, you know, what's what's going mm-hmm. on here with your, your off balance, you know, things that it's really hard to see yourself. Okay. You know, that's that outside perspective, the, you know, hey, what's up with your inventory? Well, you know, that could be the same thing that's up with somebody else's inventory. You hear somebody talking about, you know, their hiring practices. Oh, wow, that's something, well, I won't do it the exact same way they're doing it, but now I can pull things from another industry. Yeah. No, I like that. And to help the listeners, uh, what kind of audience or clientele are you looking for? We talked earlier before, but I'd like the listeners to know in case they may know somebody or they fit that mode that you work with. Right. So the companies that we typically work with that join these roundtables have revenues typically between like about two and 20 million. Sometimes they're a little bit bigger, but they're at a similar stage. And then they're all, these are also virtual roundtables. So each month we meet virtually now, once or twice a year, we'll get together in person. So we'll, you know, fly to all the same spots. So a lot of times the roundtables will be regional. So we might have kind of the central U.S. or the East Coast or West Coast for the for the roundtable. So, you know, you, you don't have to fly across the, the country and you don't have time, uh, you know, time zone issues. Right, so, right. Yeah. yeah, and I'm a virtual and in-person person. They are different. I love that you're doing that. Do you see much difference from your virtual to your in-person or is it just a different dynamic? Well, you know, there absolutely is a difference between in-person and there there always will be. Yeah. But with the tools, you know, we're now bringing and we've all been doing Zoom so long that, you know, we've developed tools to make, you know, it easy to do like breakout rooms to just go over you know, at the beginning of the meeting, go over to a table and have a side conversation. We've got tools for interactivity and community and sharing the, you know, all the content in a way. So there's a lot of things we do that make it a lot easier to have that same feeling like you have for in-person. And then you don't have to drive and you have the benefit of accessing a wider range of people who are not all 30 minutes from your location. Right. And like we said earlier, you don't have 500 emails when you come back or 5,000 emails you got to deal with. I, I love that dynamic too. I, I think you're right. There's so many tools and it sounds like you benefit whether it's virtual or in person, the benefits pretty close to the same. That's our experience. That's our experience. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. And you care about your client. You want to save them time. Um, if there's somebody out there interested in connecting with you as a CEO or knows somebody that could benefit from, from your company, let's do your uh, shout out your contact information, how they can get a hold of you. So the website is www.abundin.com, A B U N D N.com. And you can always find Carl Meyer uh, on LinkedIn. It's easy to track down Carl K. Meyer. And I'm sure you'll have all those links in your. Uh, podcast there so those are the easiest way i'm uh happy to take a phone call or text as well i love it and and you're right it'll all be in the show notes so please reach out 
if you have the desire, he'll do a call with you, you know, discovery call, I call them to learn about you, learn to fit and see if it is a fit. I know Carl, that's where his servant heart comes in. He's going to help you in any way he can. And if it's not a fit, right, Carl, you're going to go, Hey, this, this is not going to work for you. Company's not big enough or whatever that may be. And you're going to be honest and knowing you for as long as I've known you, you're going to find a resource for them. If it's Absolutely. not a fit. Yeah. Yeah. There's, you know, there's great mastermind roundtable groups that are better for smaller companies mm -hmm. and for companies that are further, further along the journey. There's other roundtables that are a better fit for those. And we're, you know, we know those people, all over the country, happy to make those introductions as well. Love hearing that because listeners need to hear that. To me, it's second rate. Everybody I meet does that, but not everybody does that. It's like me or the highway. You know, I'm going to be your best way. If he doesn't work, good luck. Say la vie, you know, and that shouldn't be that way. That's not a servant's heart. So a question that comes to my head, why CEOs? They can be a different personality. Mm -hmm. And let's talk about that. Why did you go there? What kind of dealings do you deal with, uh, with a CEO different than maybe a manager or a vice president, somebody like that? Right. In the consulting that I've, I've been doing for years and, you know, just working as a, as a, worked as a CFO, I've started companies, so I've worked as a CEO. So in my different roles, you know, I'm dealing with kind of the big picture, the, type of issues that are affecting the whole company. And so the CEO is the person that it makes sense for me to talk to. So that's just where my experience is. And, you know, that's what I enjoy. You know, yes, they're, you know, it's a tough job. Mm -hmm. CEO, it's kind of it's lonely at the top, as they say. You know, it's, there's issues you can't take to your employees. There's issues that it's very difficult to take home and talk about, you know, without stressing out your family and, you know, that's that's something you have to be careful of. So, you know, have being that sounding board for people, you know, or being part mm -hmm. of that group that's a sounding board um, is very satisfying. You know, you get to dig into powerful issues and hopefully make significant contributions. Right. What I hear from CEOs is making that hard, having that hard conversation with some of your staff and, you know, you know, a vendor, whoever it may be. How do you guys do you, I'm sure you work on that because I know that's a challenge for everybody, not just CEOs, but you know, how do you guys handle that part of it with your uh, roundtable? In terms of helping them have yes. conversations, right? And, and actually doing it. You know, it's like, right. I'll do it tomorrow. I'll do it. <laughs> you smiled. You know exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> right. Yeah. And that's part of the power of the group. Just informal accountability. You know, you're part of the group. Well, hey, you know, yeah. Sam, you told us about, uh, you know, this situation last month, how'd it go? You know, and if you know somebody that you've got a relationship with is going to ask you that, you know, it's just like having a trainer when you're doing your workouts. It's a lot easier to show up when you know some, you know, you've committed to somebody else that you're going to do it. And so that's a big part of it. And then it's also an opportunity to discuss beforehand, you know, what if I did this? Do you think that would work? And again, you get all the different experiences of, well, I tried that and you're going to have to watch out for this. Uh, yeah, okay. Thanks for the tip. So, That's yeah. so smart because accountability is a, is a game changer for everybody. And listeners listen out there, whether you work with Carl or whatever, accountability is the key. I'm going to make a goal million dollars this year. I made a hundred thousand last year. Somebody's got to keep you accountable, whether it's yourself usually doesn't work 
or a round table like Abundant does. Man, the more you talk, the more I'm loving what you're doing. Kind of wish I was a CEO now. So I'd love to join. I got to work out a company, get there so I can join you. Um, let's talk about books. I know you, you've got a launch of a book uh, coming April 27th. I know I'm going to grab it. And it's talk about the book. I like, we love, I'm sure listeners would love to learn more. Yeah. The book is called Surfing Economic Chaos. And it's talking about some of the long term trends and like demographics and military policy, trade policy that are happening in the world. These are things that, you know, you and I are never going to have any control over. They're going to keep moving whether we like it or not. But we can see that movement happening. We can see what implications that's going to have on the economy, on our business. And then that gives us the opportunity to say, how do we take advantage of those trends in our business? And so that's part of that goes to the roundtable. Some of the consulting that I've done is here are tools. And the book talks about mm -hmm. some of the tools that you can use to help identify opportunities, make sure you don't get run over by the trends, but instead get ahead of the trends, adapt and improve your profits. So that's that's really what the book's about. It's got some very interesting things and from my perspective on what's going on in the world globally, what that means for America, American business, as well as those tools in the end. Who's the book written for? Is it still your two to 20 million business or is it is a wider than that? Is it? Yeah, it's really much wider. Okay. These, these trends are going to impact pretty much every business in the U.S. And the implications are very similar in terms of what's going on in the labor market, what's going on, you know, with if you're trying to get a bank loan or if you're trying to sell your business. These are all things that are common to just, you know, some part of it's going to be impacting nearly every business. So whether you're, you know, you know, you've got three employees or you've got 30,000 employees, it will impact you. But obviously my perspective is from, you know, that kind of lower middle market business point of view. Right, right. But there, there's still something they can learn from this book that, you know, that person is doing, you know, the plumbing company does 200,000 a year in sales. It, it could help them and because labor's labor. I mean, we're all human, right? <laughs> that was pretty, pretty profound what I just said. You could borrow that. Just kidding. <laughs> I keep that one in mind. Yeah, there please do. So I see the back of you and I look at your map. Are you a global, and the book's globally, if it's an English-speaking country like maybe England, this, this book would help them? Yes, global? the book definitely talks about, and, you know, I've, I've got a five-star model that I use to evaluate countries, and that's in the book, and I go through case studies of a number of different countries, and trying to help give people a perspective mm -hmm. on what's going to change because some countries are going to get, they're just not going to come out of this nearly as well as they've been while other countries are going to do surprisingly well. And so understanding where that is, you know, whether you operate internationally, I've, mm -hmm. you know, in some of my previous experience, I have, you know, done international work. I've been in whatever, not that extensively, but, you know, 20 or 30 countries over over the years. And so some perspective on the international world of business from that 
point of view. So yes, it, you know, if you're outside the US, you know, you can get the Kindle version easily. And so it's very broad. I love the international experience because that brightens broadens your company. I'm assuming you take, you know, any English speaking company, whether it's in the United States, Canada, wherever, they could be part of this your abundant program. They certainly can. They certainly yeah. can. You know, most of our market is the United States. That's where we do our marketing. But, you know, we we're we're very open to that. Absolutely. Well, we're going to change that since I have a global podcast in eight countries. So if you're out, not in the United States, reach out to him because he can work with you. And, and again, business is business. I I, I simplify it because I'm a simple guy. But, you know, if you're doing one industry in the United States, in Canada, it's not much different. Yeah, the, the money you do is a little different. But, I mean, pretty much across the board, it's the same, right? The fundamentals are always fundamentals. there. That, that doesn't change. And the last thing, because we're running out of time here, and man, I could talk to you all day, friend. Carl, this has been great. Um, um, fundamentals are the key mm-hmm. to start, not the whole Absolutely. key. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. If you don't get the fundamentals right, you know, the rest of it's probably going to fall apart. So you're going to so. struggle a little bit. Okay. Yeah. And not to simplify what you do, but that's kind of what you do in a broader term is, is in these roundtables is you pick a topic, a fundamental topic to help a business, to help a CEO get the two to four, which you mentioned to me, which is powerful, two to 4% increase. You say that because I don't want to say it wrong. The- well, yeah, the roundtables, you know, we see people, you know, growing their business and we we love to see that. Um, some Earlier before the show, we talked about one of the consulting tools that I use, which is really a customer product profitability analysis. And that Mm -hmm. is where we typically see companies achieve two to 4% of revenue to the bottom line. And so, and we really didn't have time to talk about that today, but, you know, get the book. If you enjoy the book, want to reach out, love to hear from you. Even better, Carl Meyer from Abundant Part 2 will be coming soon to your podcast, Doing Business with a Servant's Heart. So we'll take care of it that way too. Because I do want to delve into that. Unfortunately, people look at profits as the end-all, be-all. It's important. But as I see your your face, you're like, God, I, like it, it's not the end-all, be-all. Carl, thank you, man. You've educated me. You've educated the audience. I've learned so much. Like I said, I should be a CEO soon. We'll see. You've <laughs> grown that podcast. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You'll be seeing me at a roundtable. King podcaster. I love it. So let's leave the audience. I know you've left a lot of golden nuggets, but what's one more great tip for you that you can give the audience to help them in their path in this journey of business? Well, one of the things that comes out of the uh, my new book is about labor. And labor, obviously, businesses depend on people, you know, all types to run their business. And especially what we're seeing, particularly in the U.S., is that Labor is getting scarcer, it's tighter, it's harder to find people, and it's getting more expensive. So really focus on how you treat your people, how you take care of your people so that they'll take care of your business and you.